Hello and welcome to the Daily Lawyer Podcast. My name is Jenna Krishnan. I'm your host. And today is yet another episode in our Careers in the Law series. And for today's episode, we have uh, someone who's very popular on the internet, uh, especially among lawyers. Uh, she is a veritable legal influencer. You may know her as your Insta lawyer, but also I think this is the first time I'm actually introducing them somebody by their internet name and not really by their real name. So Tanya, Miss Tanya Apache, also known as your Insta lawyer. Welcome. Welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. Thank you so much, Jenna. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad you made it. So I'm just going to uh, take a minute to tell everyone what exactly your background is, which I got off the internet. Uh, Tanya is an ex. <laughs> Tanya is an ex. I hope right. <laughs> I hope so too. If there's any mistake, you'll have to tell me. Um, Tanya is an ex-PWC tax consultant turned legal content creator. She makes short format videos to make law and lawyers accessible to everyone. Uh, that's why I am so excited to have her here because there's so much synergy in what she does uh, and we are, what we hope to do with The Daily Lawyer. She's listed as one of uh, Forbes' top 100 digital stars in India as a change maker. She was also the protagonist for Levi's India Shape My World campaign in 2022. She mostly makes videos and content around uh, women's rights and is uh, truly blazing a new trail when it comes to the way legal education and information is given out in our country. So I'm so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions for you, Tanya. Thank you for making the time today. Thank you so much. Thank now, you. Now that you know, I did give this introduction and you are blazing a new trail. How did this come about? But, you know, before you tell me exactly how this came about, can you just take us back to when you started law? Why did you think of getting into law as a career? And what has your journey been like from the time you started at law school to today? I think my me joining law had a lot, lot to do with my father because my father was an advocate too. And unfortunately, he wasn't really present in my life. Uh, my mom was a divorcee, so she oh, um, my yeah. parents divorced when they when I was really young, when I was huh. three, four years old, and he was never present in my life. So you know, I kind of um, had a very naive, childish thought that maybe you know, if I become a lawyer, that would change. So sweet, yeah. Just a very childish, naive thing. So that was always there in the back of my head, and I think I was a very shy kid. I mean, I wasn't very outspoken or. Uh, wasn't someone who was uh, out there all the time in school. So I kind of used to think twice before telling people that I wanted to be a lawyer because, you know, you have this vision or an yeah, idea yeah. of a lawyer is this like really loud, outspoken person. Yeah, true, and, talkative. You know, aggressive, yeah. So I wasn't typically that kind of a person. So that's something that I hid from my school, my teachers, my peers throughout my school life. And I think it's only when I... Uh, did my college and I knew science was not for me that you know the the need to do law kind of uh, really solidified and I was like okay this is what I'm going to do so uh, yes it's it started from something really I don't know like silly and emotional but I think when I joined law I definitely thoroughly started enjoying it and uh, the thoughts why I started doing this kind of change into you know really making a difference or having interest in the kind of work that I was doing. So that's how I became a lawyer. And uh, I definitely did not think of content creation as an option yeah. when I was doing law. 
uh, I think when you are studying, uh, you have like plans to, you know, work in a good law firm or uh, do litigation or, you know, become this hotshot lawyer that everybody uh, thinks you deserve to be. So I too had plans like that. <clears throat> so uh, during my internships in college, I realized that a lot of things were not for me. Like I realized that I was not a person who would enjoy litigation. So this is something I've interned a couple of times in my law school. I've even interned in the Supreme Court. I mean, it's it's exciting, of course, but having that kind of a career for the rest of my life was something that I was like, this is not for me. So that's when I uh, decided to shift to corporate and I got to my college placements. I got into PwC. Um, it was good. It was enjoyable. Uh I had a good time, but unfortunately, you know, circumstances, like I got married to an army officer and uh, it was my personal choice. So I have no one to blame for it. But uh, being with somebody in the army means moving every couple yeah. of years. Right? Yeah. And uh, so I did try to build on my career for a couple of years with PwC. But then there was also a point in time when I don't know why my phone is there was a point in time when I felt the need to also, you know, join my husband, start a family, etc. Yeah. So uh, moving a lot meant uh, not having a stable law career. It's not easy, mm. of course. That's of course. So I did try. I did. Uh, I was in Jodhpur. I was working the high court with a senior advocate. Um, although litigation is not something I enjoyed, I just wanted to stay in my field. You know, I didn't yeah. want to move into something else. So I said, let's do this. So that was that was a great experience. And then COVID happened, uh, childbirth happened. Uh, a lot of things changed for me. And I felt the need to, you know, everybody was going online. Everything yeah. was, you know, people were working from home. Yeah. And people were doing a lot of things. I was consuming a lot of social media. Yeah. As a consumer, I was just, I was sitting at yeah. home. I was just taking care of a baby. All I did was watch like, you know, yeah. reels or YouTube videos. Yeah. And I was like, you know, why not? I mean, mm. why not do try something like this? And that was a time when there was a lot of legal content on YouTube. And, you know, like maybe podcasting. I'm not sure if podcasting was there, uh, you know, three, yeah. two years ago. It's right now a little yeah. more uh, out there. So uh, I hardly saw, I mean, I never saw any legal content on Reels. There were a few lawyers That's out true. there, yeah. but they weren't making content. They were just yeah. there on Instagram. Yeah. So I said, why not? I mean, I saw yeah. doctors. I saw like, you know, uh, psychiatrists online. So I said, why not try this? And hmm. uh, I remember the Love Jihad laws had just come out yeah. in UP, the ordinance. And uh, I said, okay, fine, let's do this. Let's make yeah. a video on this. Yeah. I, I remember my first video was this damn awkward standing and, you know, just saying something kind of a video. Uh, but I think you just, it was just a thing that I have to do this. You know, I can keep thinking about this for many yeah. months and many yeah. years and not do it or I can just do it right now. Yeah. So. That's how it came into being. A lot of it was for my own self. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was for me to have a second chance at something uh, mm. while I could get home and take care of my kid. I think mm. at that point of time, that was important for me. Yeah, of course. And yeah, so that's how I started it. But you know, one of the, uh, not one, but a couple of things that, was, that strike me when you speak is that the first thing is that you were willing to try like I know how difficult it is to put yourself yeah. out there 
because now I'm in similar shoes, even though I'm not uh, as sort of regular with the posting as probably you are. So it's really hard to put yourself out there. And then, you know, it, you're just there for in, people to invite comments. People tell you, oh, you forgot to check this judgment. Yeah. Oh, you did not see <laughs> Patna High Court. There's some conflicting view. And you're thinking, I can't possibly look at every single judgment of every single court. Uh, so it's very hard. And so what you're doing is very commendable. And I also... The first mind block comes within your own self Correct. because, yeah. you know, you are a lawyer. Say so you, for example, you've studied in such a good college, you've gone, done your, you've done yeah. your master's, you have peers who are doing really, you know, partners yeah. in law firm. Yeah. And then to start over at an age doing something that yeah. is probably frowned upon in Absolutely. our industry yeah. was kind of hard for me. So for me to get out of that mindset that, you know, people are going to laugh and I'm sure people laugh when I started yeah. it. I don't blame them. I probably yeah. would have done the same. Yeah. But when it clicks, it clicks. Yeah. And when it clicks, Absolutely. then nobody says anything. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, wow. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Job. Of course. Yeah, success yeah. washes away all the sins, right? Exactly. So <laughs> no problem. As long as you're successful, you're good. Uh, but yeah. the other thing that I was I was, I was, was thinking of, and um, I want to highlight this because, see, generally, <coughs> when I'm seeing, I, and there is a sort of wave of legal influencers now, in, like, and it's a very short, like it's very nascent, but it started. And I remember seeing your name and that was my first time that I came across your profile. There was, somebody sent me an article, seven legal influencers from India or yeah. something. And you were the only name uh, or only person on the list who has had work experience for at least what seven eight years whatever yeah. you know x number of years which is the sizable there were people who were still students yeah and uh with no disrespect i'm very happy that they're doing these things <laughs> but personally i was thinking how is it that we can say you know we can say confidently about the law and options or you know what are the options that you have without having some amount of practical experience yeah. Uh, and so then I went through all of your profiles and I figured that the people who are students are mainly speaking about the uh, statute. Like this is what is given in the statute. So yeah. therefore, so it's, it's, and that is a different information and, and that's fine. So that was the first time I actually came across what you did. And uh, I also wanted to highlight for anyone who wants to listen. And I'm a, a bit afraid to say this because you get so much of hate back. Um that what you did was even though you had you were moving and this was something that was there in your mind you still spent time uh, in various professional sort of garnering professional experience you said you when you did a couple of litigation internships you knew you didn't like litigation but you were in Jodhpur and you probably did not get a job in a corporate or it was you didn't get something that is feasible to yeah. what you liked so you went and did a litigation, uh, you know, you, you you went and you worked in litigation and that adds to your experience and your uh, informs your decision making okay. in a way that no amount of books can. Okay. Uh, so I think one thing, if any young lawyer is listening is please don't like, please give a lot of weightage to professional experience yeah. because it, it, it is, it does inform your decision making in a way that no amount of reading, no amount of research uh, and intellectual debates and mooting can possibly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so a anyway, different ball game. I mean, yeah, I mean so and I also like, I know there are a lot of legal influencers in this <clears throat> sphere and that's fine. You know, students yeah. are doing a different job, yeah. but you have to have to have 
some yeah. kind of experience because people mm-hmm. are going to be reaching out to you that's exactly and what unless I'm and until you know what actually happens in reality reading a book or reading something will not uh, give you information to answer that person yeah. or help Properly. out that person yeah yeah so uh, yes i mean it works uh, anyone can read anything and make yeah make a reel make a video that's that's a great way it you know think of it like an extracurricular that you yeah. had in college right we used yeah. to do different kind of things yeah. and nowadays youngsters do different kind of things yeah. so that's fine yeah but uh, yeah they should definitely give more weightage to yeah yeah going out there having work experience yeah. especially yeah. if you if you want to uh, choose this as your career path because now i believe that there are people who are actually choosing this as a career path right after college I mean, I, I have my I own. I, yeah, I, know. I have my reservations about Me that. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm trying to modulate what I say because I'm, uh, but uh, yeah, I have my reservations too. Uh, in fact, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask you. Uh, like, and I might as well ask you that now, right? Because we we are already on this topic of content creation and. Uh, what are your views like what are your views on this you know because i i truly believe that we are at the very sort of nascent stage of this wave and i think it's important every single person including the students who are coming on on in the internet and speaking about it it's important because the general populace is fairly ignorant clueless and you can't blame them because there is no way for them to really understand what is there in the law so from that angle whatever everybody is doing is actually cumulatively helping the populace but what are your views first on this whole legal influencer content creation this entire universe that we are going to see growing or if you if you believe it is going to be growing and uh, the second question is what is your view on uh, people choosing it as a career option right after college or while they are in college okay firstly uh, is there a need for legal influencers <clears throat> yes but then our profession is such that we need to be very credible with the information that we give and we owe it to our profession it's not that you can just go out there and say whatever you want and get Absolutely. away with it yeah. you would probably be affecting somebody's life with the kind of information you're giving Absolutely. or the decisions that they take in their life so it's yeah. important for you to be a responsible creator you can't just be one of those you know uh, dance and get millions of views kind of a creator as yeah. a legal professional yeah. because you you are a professional and you owe yeah. it to the law basically yeah, to do the right thing yeah so that's one thing one way to look at it second is there a need for it yes because see as a consumer as a clientele as a customer uh, as a general citizen of the country a uh, law lawyers is not accessible at all i mean anybody i speak to they're like how do you find a lawyer yeah oh god how do you reach one yeah. i'm so scared how much yeah. fees will they charge yeah. me yeah. this one told me 8000 that one told me 20000 you know so there is so much of discrepancy in the kind of information there's nobody giving you the right information uh, there is nowhere you can go walk up to people don't even know that there is something called uh, you know legal services authority which will give you a free lawyer they don't even know something like this yeah exists. of course yeah right so unless and until the system is made in a way to only uh, profit or only help the lawyers law students judges people in the profession it doesn't help anybody outside the profession and they are the ones who actually need it yeah. so having more legal influencers maybe would kind of bring about a movement where 
law and lawyers are easily accessible to people yeah so people it's it's comfortable for them it's no yeah. longer like oh my god i have to go to a lawyer this is the yeah. worst thing i need to do today yeah. like you know we are more accessible we look yeah. like normal human beings yeah of course uh, you know yeah, we we also it. have kids we also run the house <laughs> we also have old parents we are also the sandwich generation so yeah so i think that way legal influencers i definitely hope this grows and there are more, there are a lot of people out there already and i hope this grows uh coming to the fact that should you be uh, doing this right out of college uh, people might hate me uh because i know this generation thinks very differently yeah. and uh, they are you know 15 year old girls and guys who are making you know lakhs on yeah. the internet so yes i mean if your agenda is to just get a good paycheck go for it but if your agenda is to grow in the profession be of some value to the people uh value to your consumers yeah then you definitely need experience because yeah. our profession is not something that you can learn and help out people by just reading books yeah or just clearing your law so uh, there is no choice but for you so i would suggest to students who are looking at doing this as a career to keep this as a side hustle yeah. i know it's not easy to have a side hustle as yeah. a lawyer yeah. the kind of work yeah. environment and the stressful jobs that we have but yes if you're really really into it this is something that you do want to continue or carry on as a profession give it a couple of years yeah do it as a side hustle while you are getting you know experience yeah. while you know how the real world works while you know how courts work unless you know that uh, how are you going to be of any value absolutely so, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's something you can think of you know give it work on it as a side hustle work on it in the side and then if it's if the options open up to do greater things on social media then go for it hmm i agree i don't think i would have anything more to add to what you just what you just said but you know somebody i spoke to who also does this uh like legal content creation he uh but you know sometimes it also happens that if you're you doing it as a side hustle maybe your boss or your senior may not appreciate it because may not appreciate a lot of it also the truth that um are our profession is not the most accepting of new ways of doing things like we are not the most accepting of like even technology we it was thrust on us because of covid yeah but then also now you feel like people are going out why i mean you know you were having hearings on webex and then you sort of ramped up the infrastructure so that people you know hearings can happen on webex why not continue right why do you insist on pulling people back <laughs> you will not believe this but i recently had a co- i have a court case going on so property issue back home in in kog it's it's a village so uh my lawyer there is a very senior lawyer he calls me and he's like come and meet me so i had to literally travel 3 hours from a place called mysore to uh, kog to meet him so then i'm like sir what happened what do you need do you need me to sign any documents no just pay my fees so i was like did you call me all the way here to pay your fees uh, i could have transferred the money to you so he's like how can i ask you like money on the phone that's i don't do such things so i mean, <laughs> i'm saying this because i'm 100% sure he won't be listening to this <laughs> okay but, but, but hopefully somebody else is yeah don't 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 do this please <laughs> 
we still have you know very very yeah. traditional uh, advocates especially the senior lord who will who haven't even changed a slight bit where they are okay accepting yeah. fees over you know uh, yeah. GP or, or yeah. net transfer. So, uh, I mean, we have to start from there. So, let's yeah. not talk about technology. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. hard to reach in smaller places. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But then we have the like, technology has sort of penetrated in smaller places. It's just the people's attitude to. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, I get it when you say the older generation. And generally, I think as a sort of as a community, I think we are a bit slow. Again, we are we are really uh, opening ourselves to a lot of criticism on this <laughs> podcast. But the fact no, we is... Are not, we are not slow. Uh, we are... I mean, I would talk say this about myself too. We are a profession who think no end of ourselves. We, <laughs> we really like... <laughs> yeah, we're very we proud really of... The, yeah. Kind of a high-headed, proud professional. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> we don't want to I think we are also... things work because we think we're doing it the best with doing it the right yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's working. Yeah, that don't... is a problem. We're, not, yeah. we're definitely not slow. But I know like... Yeah. I know this doesn't, so, this is not for everyone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be fun to see what is going to be the comments on this podcast. <laughs> Who's going to thrash us? People are going to like, hate me. Yeah, like, oh yeah. God, don't worry. Just, content yeah. creator, like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> no, what I meant by slow is that we're slow to react uh, to, you know, we're slow to adopt to the new ways of doing things. We're slow to react because... I feel like the mechanism is huge, right? It's almost like a like a dinosaur. So to, to maneuver <laughs> it in any direction, it takes time. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so now we'll try and speak about less controversial things. I hope, and that is, I wanted to check. Uh, you make mostly all your content is around women's rights. Uh, which is great because I learned so many things like I saw can we be turned out of a matrimonial home and all of those <laughs> videos that you did somebody actually asked me that I mean uh, so my <clears throat> house help had an issue and all of that and I said yeah video they go yeah video they go <laughs> so uh, but because and I'm sure you've been speaking to a lot of women also right because I know that you get comments when you make videos like this uh, what do you think in your experience are three common mistakes that you see women making especially in their life and it not need not be in marriage but I, I mean in general what would you say are uh, three common mistakes that you see people making women making sorry I think the first most common mistake is marriage <laughs> like I think a lot of women uh, I mean at least the ones who reach out to me are mostly ones who have issues with marriage. Uh, mm. They either end up marrying the wrong kind or they haven't yeah. seen red flags, ignored the red flags, uh, taken on, uh, not reacted when they needed to react mm. uh, to certain situations in their marriage and then suffered over a period of time. Uh, but I also feel that, especially women, uh, there has been a generational change. Yeah, uh, Women no longer put up with yeah. crap like, you know, yeah. The earlier generation used to, they are more okay and ready to move out or more yeah. comfortable with the idea of a divorce. So I think mostly people reach out to me because I also talk a lot about family yeah. law. Yeah. I, I talk yeah. a lot because I feel that is somewhere that most people don't get the support that they yeah. need. So that's why I try to talk a lot about those topics. And uh, that's that's the kind of people who reach out to me. So one, the most, the biggest thing I get is marriage related problems. Second is maybe work-related problems. Like 
uh, they don't read their employment yeah. contract they've just signed it and then uh, they are in trouble when they need to leave or they're in trouble they're getting married they don't know how to leave they're getting they're going going abroad to study and yeah. they need, you know that kind yeah. of issues that the younger yeah. generation especially have because uh, right out of college you getting a job it's great and nobody's really gone through what is expected yeah. of them yeah so those are the kind of uh, mainly those kind of issues and third most uh, most uh, issues that I've seen youngsters especially have women is uh, you know their private photographs are leaked online yeah. or somebody's blackmailing them using uh, you know their their photos or their chats so uh, safety basically yeah. cyber safety really yes. safe yeah. on the internet some yeah. kind of bullying cyber bullying those issues I think this is a common trend amongst the issues that most yeah. youngsters or most and women what would you say are some of the things like if you have to give three tips let's say you know like for example you spoke about marriage like marrying the wrong guy or or girl also and uh, you have these red flags that you're ignoring so what would you say are some of the tips that you have seen like if anyone's listening to this podcast if you can take away one thing or three things from your you you should take away these three things something like that uh, like marriage related not just general? marriage but among the the three big buckets that you said what are some of the common themes or behavioral patterns that you have uh, observed that you would say that don't do this like one of the things you said is you're ignoring red flags uh, yeah and I know you made a video of red flags as well right I know <laughs> you said like these are common red flags which you like that so yeah I think uh, let me go to the root issues yeah. I mean, these are like, you know, issues that crop up, but I feel the root causes are certain things that uh, I've seen, especially women, if women are listening to this. Uh, we, when it comes to financial advice, legal advice, uh, we tend to rely a lot on the men in our lives. Hmm. Like, you know, our fathers, our brothers, our husbands. It's yeah. something that we don't decide for ourselves or we yeah. don't decide... And because we don't decide for ourselves, we don't even try to seek that kind of information. Correct. You know, for example, you would see in a in a regular home in India, the father or the brother would have more financial, uh, you know, knowledge, uh, knowledge or more legal knowledge than any woman in the house. And why is that so? Because we ourselves are not putting ourselves out there to learn more. Hmm. So I think that is something that needs to change. Yeah. We need to start taking. Uh, responsibility for our own awareness nobody's yeah. going to come and put it in your head it's something that you need to you know go out there and learn and understand so if this changes then also a lot of yeah. things change for of you course. in a marriage or in a job yeah. uh, you know it gives you more perspective and awareness yeah. when you're doing anything in life for that matter yeah. so that is one thing I would definitely want to tell uh, people in general and women especially hmm. Uh, second thing would be, again, uh, you know, if you see a group of guys hanging out somewhere in, say, a club or, you know, they've played a sport and they're just chilling. The conversation they have, of course, they might talk about girls, but they also talk about very important things like which stocks are you buying or uh, what are you investing in or what's going on, you know. Yeah, going on around the world, it's it it, yeah. is, it is normal banter for them. Yeah, but you would not see that happening with women. You know, we we talk about what our kids, our family, uh, if yeah. they're not 
married then you know dating which boy yeah. what clothes that's cool that's fun but then i think it's important for us to also have such conversations yeah. which say i have learned something new if i can share it with another friend yeah i have seen some video that is like we share reels right like we yeah. share memes with our friends yeah. or reels with our friends yeah. why not also share things that you yeah, have learned you yeah you uh, and help you us do. like people like us in the process <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i think uh, these are the little changes yeah. that we can make for ourselves that would yeah. help us better so yeah these two things and even a uh, job related like i don't know why i'm talking about women all the time like it's just no, become... no because i asked you about women so it's <laughs> like, like yeah it just it just become a bad habit i guess so uh, so yeah even at work i think we have to understand that we have to stop playing the women card Yeah. at the end of it we are professional yeah. uh, whatever you're doing be it a doctor be it a lawyer you're a professional you need to act like one yeah. and the the minute we stop the bias for ourselves yeah will we make a difference outside expecting people to not judge us or people to not show their bias but we having it within ourselves That's... and we do i mean i'm sure all of us have done it at some point yeah. in time like yeah. made the women card to yeah. maybe help ourselves out yeah. but we have to stop doing that and we need to start behaving just as you know lawyers and doctors yeah. take a stand for ourselves be assertive at work ask for what we want nobody is going to help you out yeah. so these are few uh, things yeah. that... especially the last one i think is is oh, very you know ingrained so it's a bit difficult or all three yes. it's it's so ingrained that you don't realize that you're doing it yeah not doing so we it. need to like understand yeah, what it aware. is ingrained and we need to change that about true. ourselves so. yeah that's true i like your answer because for the for among the first times we are not blaming the outside we are actually taking ownership of the fact yeah. that we have uh we have to we have to take responsibility of ourselves also otherwise See, many... there are there are outside yeah. issues, issues. Of and biases yeah, of course, that yeah. have affected us but then we can't change every person's mindset can you okay so now we are coming back to your content creation journey only because you we spoke about women and then there's a theme there because that's the, mostly all your videos are around sort of women's rights and family and uh, things like that so how do you what is your content creation journey how do you decide on your uh, topics your videos how, how is it that you think okay i am going to talk about this is it very random is it a response to a question asked or is it a very thought out sort of uh, content calendar sort of thing that you plan uh, i don't have a content calendar i know everybody says that this is something that you need to do but i just haven't gotten mm-hmm. myself to doing that yet i mostly work on uh, if i read something interesting if there's some news that i feel that this this would be helpful to everybody i work on that or i also look at themes which would uh, help the masses like content creation is not about choosing the most uh, technical or uh, you know a very yeah very like, obscure sort of it has to be something yeah. that affects people on a day to day basis yeah it can't be too it, academic it cannot be too academic cannot be that you know supreme court is discussing some very important issue that probably is helpful for us lawyers but is absolutely not helpful for yeah, of course a general citizen so yeah. those are the kind of topics that i would not do although 
uh, maybe it would work well in a podcast <clears throat> or work well yeah. when you're, uh, you know, you're um, talking to, you know, you're reaching out to other lawyers, but uh, <clears throat> not here. So, yes, very massy. Uh, kind yeah, of very, very simple, basic. Very simple, very massy, yeah. very... Uh, easy to understand yeah uh, which you might feel that yes this affects me like some something to do with traffic or something to do with a new rule change which might yeah. affect your life or yeah. affect something in your life so, yeah so I do I do look for topics like that and uh, that takes some time and then if there's something new uh, there's a law change like for example last year the abortion laws change uh surrogacy is no longer commercial surrogacy no no longer allowed in india so you know certain important topics like this this is what i like to cover uh, yeah so i do i do research on it to ensure that i'm doing the right thing i mean even if you're talking for 30 seconds uh even if someone's talking for 30 seconds it's important to say the right thing so yes uh sufficient amount of research goes into ensuring that there is something that I've not missed in the background yeah. or you know, know there's been no law change on something that I've yeah. said yeah so yeah that that's what goes into it it takes actually a long time no I mean it's quite an arduous process because like it's it's more difficult to speak for 30 seconds than it is to speak for 30 minutes so yes <laughs> you know, yes condense 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 and then because we as a profession like to talk a lot uh, yeah. we don't know how to make it make it short and simple uh, and at the same yeah. time you're very afraid if we make it short and simple we're not conveying Missing all of the yeah because we know that like law is never black and white right it's not like uh yeah I, the only black and white is, is if you kill this person you'll go to jail but then you would have all this off it's self-defense it's <clears throat> So there's so many if and but that you have to try yeah. and convey all of that in 30 to 60 30, seconds. Yeah. Which is hard. That's true. Uh, that's... What would you say have been, because you've been doing this now for a few years, what would you say have some been, been some of your highs in your journey? Like if you have to think about the highs that you've experienced. I think my first high in content creation was uh, when a reel went viral. Uh, because I didn't even know that people would like to listen to something like this. Huh. Like, I didn't know that people would be accepting of uh, me talking about laws because that's something that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. So yeah. when my first uh, abortion, I, I did a reel on abortion laws, which went kind of viral at that time, was, I was like, okay, you know, this is it. I think I can continue doing yeah. this because it yeah. works. Yeah. And people are accepting it. So that was my first first little high in my content creation journey i've had a couple of things like you mentioned in the start i, I was part of the revise uh, shape your world campaign yeah uh, alongside manira Bedi and, mm. you know so it was i mean i think being a content creator has kind of given me the opportunities to do such things which i'm sure as a lawyer i would have never got i mean nobody would have thought of let's call tanya for like you know a levi shot so uh, those are the, uh, that's the kind of reach and opportunity you have being on social media. And I, it was definitely a high for me and an entirely, entirely different concept of, you know, seeing how a different industry works. So I really enjoyed that. And definitely the next one has to be the Forbes. Uh, I always 
and in college, you know, we used to see 30 under 30. And it was always a dream that maybe, you know, if I do well enough in life, I would be on it. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I think life had other plans and I moved into entirely different fields. But it was such a joy and honor to be on Forbes. Yeah. Um, albeit not as a lawyer, but as a legal content creator. Yeah. But it it did feel great. And Yeah, uh, of course. Both for the two highs. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations on being part of that list because that list had some amazing uh, professionals. So you were in in great company and it's it's actually proof of concept, right? When you are recognized to be part of a list which has so many different professionals, it's proof of concept of what you're doing. And this is... And I I think it would inspire a lot of other... I'm sure it did. Uh, Definitely, I was inspired. So I can tell you... (laughs) Like, you know, okay, fine. Somebody is recognizing that a legal content creator too. Yeah. 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 Has a a place in this entire sort of lineup where we had... We were not even present. That's true. We didn't feature at all. Yeah. Um, So now that we're talking about generally our profession just to close out this part of the discussion, what would you say are some of the, some things in our profession that, or rather we have many gaps and we know it, but what do you say are some of the gaps that you have observed in our profession and what are some of the things that we can do as in you, me and others like us to sort to sort of plug the gaps? Because I truly believe that you are, you with your Insta lawyer are, are taking steps in that direction. But what would you say? Like, as a system as a whole, I have I have a couple of things to say. Uh, as just you and me, I think we can continue doing what we're doing. That is spread the awareness, um, make allow people to reach out more to lawyers. Um, recommend good lawyers who are. The last part is really important. <laughs> because I have seen a huge gap in the need like say a generation of 25 to 35, a lot of people tell me that, um, say for example, they want a lawyer, they go to their fathers and they're like, we need a lawyer. So the father takes them to a friend or somebody a friend has suggested probably of their age or around that age. So say a 20, uh, 30 year old girl goes to a, you know, I'm, I'm putting it, I'm so used to simplifying things. So I'm going to simplify it a lot. You know, goes to a 50 year old lawyer and uh, has issues in her marriage so she's discussing her marriage he doesn't get it like you know this this generation of people they want somebody a professional to get what they're saying yeah, they want that relatability what, they want relatability so they're like how can i go to them and discuss my sex life yeah how can i tell them that you know this is the problem in my sex life i'm say for example that is a problem or that is an issue in the marriage they're not able to share it with their lawyers and ideally everything has to be shared with your lawyer how else is he going to help you out so that person doesn't believe that you know not having sex in your life is an issue for which you need to go get a divorce I've had so many women tell me this that you know my lawyer just laughed at me when uh, I discussed my problems he just smirked saying uh, what is a big deal in this so we need to as professionals uh, I mean especially if you are you know in litigate litigation and you have clients coming to you to be able to put yourself in their shoes and understand however whatever your perspective or whatever your idea of a particular thing might be you have to change that for them 
so you need to make yourselves more relatable mm. more approachable to clients so that's something i would like to tell all of us out there who are uh, who are lawyers and advocates yeah so i think i just wanted to mention that there's no standardization of fees in the system in the sense that one lawyer would charge an amount of money another one would charge something else uh, a few years senior or junior would charge something else so i think as a customer you kind of you don't yeah, you know, don't know what is the yeah. to go to because, yeah. yeah you don't know yeah. what is the standard you don't know whether because a lot of people complain that i've been ripped off i feel like i've been ripped off i feel like i've been giving a lot of money so yeah. i think that is something uh, in the system can change yeah. a bit That's, a little bit of standardization yeah. yeah yeah i don't know how we can practically bring that in uh but that maybe that's something we can all think about okay i know uh, tanya i know you need to go so i'm going to quickly wrap up this section and this and the last section of my podcast which i do for myself mainly because i love listening okay. to the answers it's called 54321 uh, so i ask you five of something four of something three of something like that okay so and then we go to one <laughs> so five uh, five productivity tips that you would like to give or you can even include apps or something else that has helped you i think to have like a clean desk is definitely helpful uh working when you are the most productive because um for some it could be early morning for some it could be late night uh you know usually people say that get up early in the morning and get your things done it doesn't work for me for me i'm more of a late night person and uh doing things late night works for me so look for what works for you it could be the afternoon i work whenever it's productive for you um as a content creator i use usually use a lot of uh, i use canva i use in short which is very easy for me to edit so if you're looking into doing content creation and editing yourself these are the simple apps which really help you um yeah and productivity is i can't think of five things jena <laughs> Okay, never mind. We can add add two more. You like uh, you write down everything that you have to do. Like you have a to do list, uh, that you or yeah. you have a plan. I usually use it. I put it on my phone. Like I have yeah. reminders on my phone. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's important. Yeah. And uh, and having some kind of clarity for your yeah. start of the day by putting it in your to do. What are you going to do in the yeah. morning? Finish off your important ones first. I think those are the basic basic yeah. things. Yeah. Unfortunately, basic is what we ignore. mostly <laughs> okay four books that you recommend uh, to anyone i hate recommending books because i only read fiction and uh-huh. i'm into like a lot of uh, spy thrillers cia you know world war so i don't usually recommend but uh, i can recommend one book that i recently read which was quite interesting it says how to do nothing wow by jenny odell and i think uh, it's very um, relevant in today's culture you know like the very hyper hustle culture yeah. so it's, it's like a nice step back especially if you're feeling a burnout you should definitely try reading this book it's it's a lovely book but what about the ones that you like like your harsh fiction because i'm a big fiction fan so i'm happy to hear uh, <laughs> recommendations of books that you I'm so blank right now <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll come back to that but then how to do nothing is a book that i have never uh, i've never read uh, are uh, you know if we have to give out awards right of the most recommended books 
the two that will get one is uh, atomic habits by james clear have you read it and the other one is psychology of money by morgan hauser as in if they all both these books are going to get lifetime achievement award because that much it's been recommended <laughs> every second okay, person i have an issue i don't read self help books okay. i don't like reading self help books so uh -huh. i you probably will never find me Uh, reading yeah. a self-help book, yeah. but this one I read because I found the name very interesting. Yeah, and it was definitely it. an interesting read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let I let me check it out because I haven't even heard of it, honestly. Okay, three tips that you'd like to give young lawyers or law graduates, or even law students. Let's talk about law students. Yeah, uh, definitely intern while you're studying. Uh, that's. something that really really helps you firstly decide what you want to do in your career what you don't want to do in your career right yeah. that's how you learn uh, getting out of law school and then trying to experience mm -hmm. that is going to waste a lot of your time so yeah. do that when you're uh, in college and definitely uh, join all the possible clubs moods societies whatever you have in college because Uh, you're not going to get that back. You're not yeah. going to get that life back. You probably will not have time for any kind of extracurricular activities once you start working, because our uh, profession is such that, especially in the early stages, the time. Yeah, you time need to you give a lot is, of time. Yeah. yeah. So do all that sports, whatever it is that is available yeah, to you in your yeah. college. Please go ahead and do that, and um, for young professionals. i think our work requires a lot of time but uh, gives you very less in re less returns in money especially uh, in litigation not in corporate but especially if you want to become uh, if you want to litigate and uh, i'm sure you must be knowing this that we don't get really paid really well in the early stages but i think it's important uh yes i mean there are conversations around it we are trying yeah. to change things for the next generation but it's important that you keep that aside and concentrate yeah. on how much you can learn uh and take make the best use of the opportunity that you have of mm. course i mean we are going to try at least our generation should try and change things around yeah. for you know when it comes to not paying our interns or paying our juniors yeah so Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two life lessons, uh, that you have learned personally, so far in your life, you've you've personally. Ah. <clears throat> uh, it's never too late to start in life. Yeah. Yeah. I started doing content when I was thirty-five, so I think, uh, if if you put your mind to it, uh, you can. Yeah. You can do anything. you can do anything yeah and second would be uh, as a as a people pleaser myself i can personally vouch for this that it's uh, high time whichever phase of life you are in to stop doing things for others mm. um if you are in some fancy law firm it's not working out for you uh don't just stay there because people look at it as you're doing something amazing you know yeah. if it's not working out for you if you're not enjoying it if yeah. you're mentally in a very bad state then please please do think of other options uh, people pleasing you will realize with time if you're in your 20s you feel the need to do things yeah. for the society for people uh, to make yourself look good in front of everyone but after a point of time you will self realize that 
it's not worth it you're not yeah, achieving anything not. out of it it's absolutely not yeah. So if we learned it very late in life, yeah. you can learn it earlier in life. Yeah. Because we're telling yeah. you that. Yeah. Is of yeah. course, here, here. <laughs> we get it. And not just in, in your professional life, even your personal life. Right? Eh, yes, of course, personal life. Draw your boundaries of... and just sometimes yes. it's okay if people don't like you. Yes. Okay. Yes. And finally, the last question is the best piece of advice you've ever been given. Uh... <laughs> I recently uh, heard, it wasn't a direct advice, but I recently was in a panel and I heard a very, very young content creator, very young and very famous content creator state that content, making content, you might start with, uh, start making content because of a passion, right? You start with passion, but passion is not going to take you ahead. You need to start thinking about whatever you're doing like a business mm. the minute you stop thinking of it in the start having a passion would kind of push you into it but then you need to start thinking of your work like a business and that's what's going to take you ahead mm. so I am currently trying to think of my work like a business yeah. and trying to take advice from a very very young Gen Z because I think they know better what they're doing in the social Correct. media space so yeah I think that would be a great advice in the recent years that I've heard. Yeah. It's good advice. Yeah. I should think of it. You should take I it should. too. Yeah. <laughs> I should take it too. Yeah, of course. Tanya, thank you so much for giving me your time. I know you have to go, so I'm not going to keep you long. But uh, thank you. And uh, I hope I meet you in person at some point. Definitely. Next yes. time I'm in Mumbai, we should definitely yes. catch up. Okay. <laughs> take care. All right. Thank you so much, Jen. It was a pleasure talking yes, to you. Likewise. And all the best for your podcast. Thank uh, you. I think you're doing an amazing job and thank you, thank you. much, much needed. Yes. So all Hopefully, the best for you. We will. We, one, one step at a time. One content piece at a time. <laughs> we, we'll all, all, we'll right. all make it there. Okay. See you.